If you're looking into this podcast, you know what that means. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the worst podcast of all time. Switch the narrative and I go by Dave the stepdad, not the dad who stepped up. And I'm here with my guy. I got food at the crib. Also known as You're so very handsome. Also known as Don't leave your girl around G True play for real. X Day for real. Also known as he gets all the bitches. Also known as GB Chillin'. What's up, bro? How you feeling, bro? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't gonna dignify none of this bullshit he's trying to say right now, dog. Uh, it's good, everybody. I'm just saying, there's nothing that I said that was lies, so there's nothing to dignify it. Everything was all factual. So I'm saying. Hey man, I let you, I let, I let you, I let you go. With the, I let you go. Whatever you want to go with the narrative, man. I ain't gonna even say nothing. Word. I'll just, I'll just <laughs> let you cook. Quote of the day. When Bill collected call, I turned into Tupac. There's no way I can pay you back. <laughs> but, but my plan is to show you that I understand. You are appreciated. <laughs> when Bill collected the call, I turned into Tupac. There's no way I can pay you back. But I plan, but but my plan is to show that I understand. You are appreciated. <laughs> I finish your court rolling her grave right now. God damn it! <laughs> what the hell? Talk about two five miles. That's a affinity. Affinity. Uh, I'm pronouncing it right. Affinity. Affinity. Um. Hey, G, I got a question for you. What do you want to talk about? Um, I guess by the title of the job, uh, David Lillard got traded to the Bucks. Pretty much. I ain't going to lie, I was kind of surprised. I, I That came out of left field. That's like I got RK out of nowhere. So I, I guess I'll be the one to narrate everything. I mean, I mean, it's very. I mean, it's simple. Damian Lillard got traded to the Milwaukee Bucks in a three-team deal. Uh, that saw that saw Dan got traded to the Milwaukee. Drew Holiday got traded to Portland. DeAndre A got traded to Portland, and picks. What's it pick? Uh, well, picks in 2028, 2028. 2030, unprotected first round somewhere in the future. And uh, Fizz got whatever, whatever for bench, for, for bench sake to add depth to the lineup. So, Dame ain't go to Miami. That was he, Milwaukee probably was his fifth choice. <laughs> My chance, I don't think, I don't think Milwaukee was, I don't think anybody had Milwaukee. Niggas was saying Toronto, niggas was saying, uh, Brooklyn. Well, I don't think I don't think Brooklyn was going to happen, but pretty much Dame didn't go to Miami. So, uh, so what, what's your what's your uh, reaction to this whole the trade? So I'll let you go first. 
Man, um, it was definitely a shocker, like you just said. No one was expecting that shit. Um, for some reason, I want to blame Giannis Barber. For some reason, I don't know why. I just feel as though Giannis got a nice fade, bro, and I'm pretty sure he. I'm pretty sure he had a conversation with Dane back in Greece, and, and he probably Giannis probably put Dame on for like two or three Greece goddess. Baddest bitch you ever seen in his life. Um, he beat them cheeks, and he also offered them his barber. Like, yo, my barber got, you know what I mean? Ain't no, ain't no real niggas in Milwaukee, but I got a barber. So I think that has something to do with it. I also think um, Milwaukee winning the championship, and Giannis could have been MVP. You know what I mean? Giannis just being Giannis. The Bucks are a super threat every year, along with the uh, Celtics and eh, Sixers. Eh, uh, eh. But the only the only the only true legitimate threats in the East, <clears throat> excuse me, is Miami, Milwaukee, and Boston. And uh, Portland was being petty, Betty, and they was not trying to give Dane. To Miami, Miami is already a super threat. You let it be known you ain't trying to get traded nowhere other than Miami. You said, "Bitch, I'm gonna be petty. I'm I'm gonna get you somewhere, but you ain't gonna go where niggas not really ain't, ain't, ain't really ain't really around that." Giannis don't count. Um, <laughs> and he was the Milwaukee, but Milwaukee is still a contender. They honestly might. They might actually be a better fit for um, Milwaukee than the Heat. Um, um, I want to know, excuse me, I want to know how Drew Holiday feel about that. Because the way that nigga was balling and he was just like the perfect fit for my, Miami. I mean, for uh, Milwaukee. So, uh him getting shipped off, but from what I was told, man, well, from what I read, I'm sorry, not what I was told, from what I read, Drew Holiday is not going to be a blazer. That's just, that's just, a, that, that just cat. So he might, I mean, and we already know already, yes, I'm saying this shit, Six is already looking at him, but either way you see it, um, Dame is traded to the, traded to the Bucks, instantly championship contender, Milwaukee was already fucking championship contender, and now with Dane, there they should be number as of right now at this very at this at this particular date, he should be. Um, oh, oh, I gotta say the date because people say uh, September twenty eighth. He Miami uh, uh, Milwaukee should be the number one contender of being in the being in the finals at the very very least. Uh, Milwaukee should be in the finals at the very, very least. And um, this is the, the drunken stepdad. Just to, let, just to let motherfuckers know. We haven't been listening. You know what? Shut the hell up, G-Pro. I'll put you out there. Hey, yo. I'm going to sidetrack since he want to talk his shit. Don't ever bring any bitch around Jay because he just takes them without even trying. This nigga's a demigod. Well, man, I don't know what this nigga talking about, though. <laughs> 
Yeah, of course. This nigga, this nigga like I said, this nigga with his narratives. I, I just let him. I let him go with his narratives. You don't think I want her to look at me the way that she looks at you? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah. My um, Milwaukee is they're definitely exciting to see now. It was already exciting with uh, with Giannis, and they're even more exciting. Um, uh, you might as well add them up one or two notches as far as who's coming out the east with Dame. Uh, but I will say with Drew, you are missing, you definitely got offense, but you're also missing defense when it comes to uh. Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is 6'4". He's known for defense. He's known for offense. He's known for being husky, going to the going to the uh, going to the cup. You know, Dame is known for his just great offense. He's he's six foot six one. He's small. He can shoot. He can shoot right between your eyes and shit. I mean, if, if better than Curry, if not, if Curry's one, Dame is one A. You know what I'm saying? So you definitely have that. So it really depends on how you deal with that. Because if Chris Middleton is there, that 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 changes the game as well. You know, because he he's a he, I, I never liked him. I ain't gonna care. I never liked him. But anyway, um, I do respect him though. But you know, when you got Dame and you got Giannis, but then you got Chris Middleton, he actually changes the input of how the Milwaukee Bucks culture will actually look like, in my opinion. You know, he's gonna give you that. He's gonna give you that 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 grit. He's gonna give you that toughness. He's gonna give you the offense and defense. You know, so yeah. Um, I'm happy for Dame because Dame tried to be loyal as fuck, and he realized Portland ain't gonna get him nowhere. And he's like, "Listen, man, Dame felt like one of them. Dame felt like a a, a bitch that's 35 and ticking. Listen, man, I ain't getting any younger. I mean." You will shoot this club up, and we will get married, and you have these kids, or I'm gonna go somewhere else. <laughs> and that's what Dave did. I ain't get I ain't get Miami, but I got the next best. Even if even if they even if he don't look at it personally as the next best, other than the Celtics, Milwaukee is definitely next up as far as the most uh, the obvious place you're going to get it. Uh, not, not obvious. The closest, you huh? No, my fault. Go ahead, man. Uh, uh, Milwaukee is definitely next up as far as winning a chip. Miami is definitely there, and we all know we all know how Miami is. We all know how South Beach is. So I'm pretty sure. You know what I mean, when it comes to the talent, it's it's not even it's not even up for debate. South Beach or Milwaukee? South Beach or the whole motherfucking state of Wisconsin? Sorry, South Beach, but. As far as winning the ring, he's up there with Milwaukee. And to be honest with you, if I didn't get Milwaukee, I mean, if I didn't get Miami, if I was Dane, it, it, it depends on Dane toughness. I would, I would rather go to the Sixers um, because I will say that because Sixers, we we will boo the shit out of we – will, we will boo your mom. We will boo God if we have to. You know what I mean? But when you're playing hard, we are there for you. So, and I'm not even being biased. Like, if it's not Miami, I would rather go to the uh, to the Sixers. If it's not the Sixers, I will go to Milwaukee. And then if it's not Milwaukee, then I'm going to the Celtics. Boston is racist as fuck. So, shout out to uh, Dane for 
finally be in a championship contender team. I will be rooting for them. If it's not my Sixers, I will be rooting for Dane. Um, and if anybody knows me, they know that when I make a two, when I make a, a player two K, every year my number one bit is that Giannis build. Why? Because that nigga can do anything on all positions. Pause. 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 So I will definitely be rooting for Dane this 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 season. Uh, Drew Holiday, man, I hope you get to a, a, a squad that's going to compliment you because damn sure no Blazers ain't it. But bring your ass back to Philly, nigga. We never wanted you to leave. It was just business. It was the best for business in my Triple H voice. Um, no, that was a trash Triple H voice. It was the best for business. It's time to play the game. So... Uh, if it's not, if it's not, um, Philly, then I hope it's somewhere like maybe Miami for you. That would be crazy for you, Miami. But either way you see it, I just hope Drew Holiday gets put in a in position where he still is able to compete for a ring. Shout out to my nigga. And let's get fucking drunk. Uh, all right. Uh, and G get all the bitches. Okay, my first initial reaction to the whole game. Why you get all the bitches though, G? My first initial reaction <laughs> to this trade. <laughs> my first initial reaction to this trade was. Aren't you going to Vegas soon? My first initial reaction to this trade <laughs> <laughs> was. Whoa, I didn't expect this trade to happen. I didn't expect Milwaukee to be a destination. Um, Today? I didn't expect it to be... Today? I didn't expect Milwaukee to be <laughs> his preferred destination. I know Dame had his heart set on Miami. I know Portland. I mean, if you ask me the grand scheme of things, I think Portland... Today? Oh, I, I guess y'all don't know why I'm saying that. I'm saying that because me and uh, GB Chilling, uh, Instagram, Jonathan McNair, which he will pre- present to y'all at the end of the podcast. Sorry, part of the interruption. Uh, um, we, we was on uh, multiple, not one, but two uh, vacations. And um, <clears throat> they wanted to get a train ran on them. And they wanted me as indeed the stepdad and uh, GB chilling for real, for real, to to do that. The first, the first, the first vacation we was at, she wanted him, but she said he was scary, so she said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go with you." But the second one, yeah, that was all me. She wanted. It. That's why you so baby kind of song. <laughs> Yeah, because she was dragging that shit. That's why I said that she was dragging that shit. Nice little Puerto Rican John, too. Thick John, too. That ass was crazy. Yeah, yeah. She wanted me and uh, Jay. Well, I, I had it all set up. Yeah, so that's why I said that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Jay. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. You said, um, I just had to let people know the backstory. I wasn't, I, I don't got T-Rex. I was just letting them the backstory. Mr. 6'3", nigga. And by the way, for all you bitches that's out there, G is on all social, all dating apps. 
tenders, plenty of fish, and Christian mangles, online bootycall.com. You know what I mean? You know, he's all of that, you know? 6'3", dark skin. You know what I mean? Resembles Morris Chestnut. He's out here in these streets. And he got a good career with no kids. He's out here in these streets. Matter of fact, I'm going to put that. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to clip that. That's going to be the edit right there. I'm, I'm going to add that. I'm going to let, I'm going to let these bitches know. I'm going to let these bitches know. And he likes, likes women. He likes all types of women, but he prefers white women. Not green bean casserole white women, but white women. More like Tala High. We're virgins. No, you're not. <laughs> yes, we are. No, you're not. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, he prefers one to one. Not, not my one. There's black people sitting there breathing too loud. No, he don't prefer them. Why he just prefers white women. So if you play volleyball and you, and you got a fat ass, yeah, hit him up. But if you do hit him up, you got to hit me up too because I, I, I want your sister or your friend or your cousin. That's a nice combo right there. White woman that plays volleyball or tennis with a fat ass. On God? On G-O-D? Oh, sorry, G. Go ahead, bro. <clears throat> I'm done now. White women. Ignore the ignore every ignore that whole dribble this nigga was on. Ignore the whole soliloquy rant. This act like this act like this act like it was a blur. This act like this act like this just be on this act like he was on mute. You know what I'm trying to say. Uh, <clears throat> to go back to the Damian Lillard shit, I'm not going to even entertain that bullshit. Um, my I think Portland was trying to. I think Portland was being petty. The standpoint of Dame said he wanted to go to Miami, and I understand Miami didn't have like the sexy, didn't have the pieces per se to, to, to do a trade. Well, I don't know because I, I look at the trade. I'm like, no, honestly, I mean, yeah, you could flip Drew Holiday, but how much are you really going to get from Drew Holiday? And I, I like Drew Holiday, but are you going to get more from Drew Holiday than you was going to get from Dame Lillard? Like. No, uh, uh, DeAndre Ayton is cool, but man, does it seem like I just look at the whole? When I see the trade for what it is, I'm like, the trade ain't really. I don't think it's a. I don't really think it was that great of a haul Portland really got. The more I, the, the I'm just looking at it from the standpoint of like, I just think Portland just didn't want to trade Dane to Miami, and I think Miami wasn't going. Miami wasn't going to budge on what they was going to give up. And I just think Portland said, fuck it. And I think Dane probably looks at it like, all right, I, I can't go to Miami. All right, well, you go to Milwaukee, you, you're at least, you, you at least have a chance to compete for a title. So, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, all right, get to play with a two-time MVP, a finals MVP, a team that's won a championship, and was able to keep Chris Middleton. Now, I think Drew, Drew would have been – now, if they found the way they kept Drew, then – but I'm assuming that the salary cap and you gotta treat you gotta make sure salary cap matches up and all that. So the business of basketball kind of got in the way where unfortunately for Drew, he had to get traded. So I mean, hopefully he goes somewhere. Uh, I mean, he gets traded in Sixers okay. 
Tuck still ain't winning shit, even if you get Drew. Um, I'm just gonna be honest on that standpoint. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think anything outside of another top five or top ten or five player. But I'm not gonna discuss it. They're a different topic. They're different. I'm not going to waste my breath on this team, on that team. So, I just think, hey, for Milwaukee, you get you get a top ten player to go along with go along with your your, uh, your, your franchise player in Giannis. Uh, I think that they knew that the walls are closing in that he was going to think about leaving, and you know, and I think Giannis kind of put pressure on them to get to make sure they do something. To get a deal, to get something done, to get to get another guy here. Uh, they most definitely, I think you want to say fit. I think he's a great. I think that's a better fit in Milwaukee. Um, Dame will be no doubt the closer, so that takes the ball out of Giannis' hands. It takes it out of his hands, so he doesn't have to worry about shooting late game free throws or having to be the creator. In which that's not Giannis' strong suit, so. For, for Milwaukee, this is an absolute get. They're definitely, they definitely top. They definitely top two in the East. You know what I mean, they definitely could could get to the finals and possibly win a championship. You know what I mean? So that's definitely a great get. Um, oh, didn't they fire Bulldozer? So who who's their coach? I forgot who is, who is Milwaukee's coach. I forgot. Like I know they fired Bulldozer. I gotta I gotta. Google who they who they new head coaches, but um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna like I said, the NBA is, is, is very interesting. Um, I think, and also Milwaukee being a small market team too, so Milwaukee they they can you're not gonna get a lot for now. I got free agents gonna go to Milwaukee or say hey, I want to choose Milwaukee as my next destination to play the next four or five years of my career, so. They had to do what small market team, smart, smart small market team had to do, and that's either draft well or trade. So they were able to trade for a, a, a superstar or a future Hall of Famer, and I think this gives Dave his best chance to win a title. So, I mean, for going to Milwaukee probably wasn't Dave's preferred choice, but if you're going to get traded, then Milwaukee's still not a bad consolation out of it all. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I do think that for Miami, you got to wonder what's going to be their move. Um, I, I, I mean, I think Gabe Vincent left. I know, I know, I know some of the key pieces that, that went to the finals, they've already left. I know Vincent went to the Lakers, Strout, Strew, Strout, where fuck the ball name is. He went to the Cavs. So it really is a three team race in the East is Miami. I mean, it's, it's Milwaukee, Miami, and Boston. So uh, it should be very interesting. Very, very interesting. It makes it makes watching those those Celtics Bucks game and Celtics uh, Heat game. I mean, not Celtics Heat, Bucks Heat, Lakers uh, Bucks, Golden State Bucks. Like it's just, I guess I, I, the way the way it's looking. Milwaukee looks at it. Like the only people, the only teams going to be in the way is Miami and Boston. And you wait on whoever comes out the West because the West is going, is going to be a bloodbath. So, it, it, I mean, they're definitely set up in a position where they can they can have a two, three year run 
to get to the to get to multiple NBA finals and to win multiple championships. So uh, Milwaukee, salute to them in the front office. Definitely, definitely for how quiet it was. No one, no one knew that they were in. They was they was throwing their hat in the game ring. So for them to do what they did, hey, you gotta salute them on that. So that's that's my take on the whole Damon Willard getting traded to the Milwaukee Bucks situation. So uh, yes, you are right. They did. Um, they did uh, release. Mike Budweiser. That's what I call him. I always call him Mike Budweiser. But uh, yes, they did release him, which I don't think was fair. They released him after the loss with the Heat. Um, I don't think that was fair because Giannis was not there the whole time. Um, the game would, the game could have. I mean, yes, Jimmy was. Jimmy obviously went to K and A the whole playoffs. You mean, and he got some. Uh, or, I mean, uh, he got some. He got he got some shit. He got some coke, and that nigga was playing out of his mind, injured or not. But with that still being said, the game could have possibly been different if Giannis was there the whole time. So um, I don't think that was fair for him to get fired after that. Um, honestly, I, I wanted him. I really, I'd rather have him. I really, really have him. And what I mean by that, somebody as a Sixers fan, I actually wanted him as the coach simply because he actually developed his, his players individually. No, they're not a whole bunch of all-stars and superstars, but he helped Giannis become who he is and not just some other players as well. Like Milwaukee, especially Mike, is good at developing their players. Nobody's not like Pop. Ain't nobody like Pop, but – He's up there. Um, so yeah, so yes, they definitely did release him, and the Suns is looking at him right now. That would be super stupid. That would be super stupid, bro. The Suns have him as a coach. Oh my goodness, that'll be dope. That will be dope. That'll be that'll be amazing for Devin Booker for real, for real. Um, um, what's that in your background, bro? Uh, that's the uh, the the stuff. So like, uh, you know, I'm in my cigar spot. So you know, you gotta. It's like the air. That's that's what it was. Doing. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. The ventilation. Okay. Um. So yeah. So yeah. That's that's that for Milwaukee. Letting go, Mike Budweiser. Suns is looking at him. I wanted him for a Sixers coach, but I'm cool with who we have. Um, so my question to you, G, where does Dame goes from here? Does he still remain Dame? Does he level up? Or does he take a back seat? Because he's never been in this position before in his career. Where does Dame goes from here, G? I mean, he's the closer. Like I said, he's the closer. He's the guy in which, hey, Giannis can even though I hate, I hate the Shaq and Kobe comparison, but it makes sense to where, all right, Giannis could be Shaq from first, the first start to the third quarter, and when the fourth quarter comes, hey, Dame going to take over. You know what I mean? Like like I said, Giannis, the whole Giannis game is, is his free throws and his like and his uh, outside perimeter jump shot, which he, he's improved on, but if, if you're a team playing Milwaukee, 
You'd rather Giannis beat you from the outside than beat you from than him driving the lane and, and dunking on five niggas. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I'd rather live with Giannis having to beat you with a jump shot than him being a driver of the basketball. So, I think I think Dame's going to elevate his game. I think the time is now for him. He's 33. He's in his 12th year. So, he's just, like, it's just – I think – Dame know I think Dame know look, even if he didn't get to Miami, he knows that basketball wise, like your like, <laughs> damn your your basketball immortality. It's like what you said, like uh like a woman with her t- her clock's ticking. Or he ain't got he got he got he has way he has less basketball ahead of him than he does in uh, than he does, you know, in front of him. You know what I'm saying? So I think Dame's gonna for, for however long his contract and however long he can stay healthy, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna be game. You know what I'm trying to say I think Dame's gonna be game. I think him playing with another certified bona fide superstar MVP level player slash future Hall of Famer, I think I think game Dame's game will elevate. That's that's the way I view it. Um, there's a trade off. He's not the defender that Drew is, but Drew's not the Drew ain't the shooter or the guy that can offensively take over an all-time great score. He, he and I like Drew, but I don't think Drew's up that level. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's a trade-off, but I think Dane's offensive skill sweat, his shooting, his scoring ability, that trumps the the defensive prowess that he may lack. So and I think Milwaukee's a good enough defensive team where he can just play good team defense and he doesn't have to worry about it's kinda of like how Steph Curry. Steph Curry's not a great defender, but Golden State has a good team defense. And as long as Dane plays with effort on the defensive end and plays within the team defense concept, I don't think his defense will be a glaring hole to to, to, to the team or hold Milwaukee back. I think the thing with Milwaukee, kind of like what happened to Giannis in the Heat series, Giannis got hurt, so he missed the first two games, and Miami was able to, you know, take advantage of that shit. So that's how, and, you know, that's how it is. So Milwaukee's all in terms of health. Can, can Dane stay healthy? Can Giannis stay healthy? Can Chris Middleton stay healthy? Can, like, Brooke Lopez and, you know, other key pieces? Because I don't think, and that's the only thing, too, is that I don't know Milwaukee has a lot of depth. Either I don't, I don't know if Milwaukee because they traded Grayson Howell. They trade Milwaukee did trade a fair share of, of depth to get Dame too. So it's one of those things which they could be top heavy. But you got a chance to get Dave Lillard, you do whatever it takes to get Dave Lillard. You know what I'm saying? So um I think Dame gonna go still gonna elevate his game though. So but okay, so when when I said where does Dame goes from here, does he stay the same? Does he take a back seat, or does he elevate? You say he will be better than what he typically is. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. He's going. I think he's going to be better. I think also from a standpoint to where, yeah, you playing with you playing with Giannis. Yeah, your game had to adjust a little bit, but I don't think it's like okay, Dane's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna 
take a back seat. Like I think the role the role's gonna be defined. Look, Giannis, you do your thing, but in the fourth quarter, you kind of know who, 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 who gets the ball. And I think and I think Giannis knows that hey, before toward the time come, when 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 game time is there, you know who to give the ball to. Pretty much, that's just that's just how it is. That's just how it all got to play out. Giannis, I think Giannis is a person, even though he works hard, I think he knows what's his limitation and what his ability is. I understand he worked out with Hakeem Olajuwon, and you know, fifty thousand a week. Yeah, we're real kind of shit on that. I mean, I ain't gonna shit on it because if you could, shit fifty thousand Giannis is is is, is five hundred. It's like that's not, he can wipe his ass. He, he can wipe his ass with, with fifty thousand. Yeah. I don't think Giannis yeah. is gonna be hurt fifty thousand. I mean, bro, fifty thousand, low fifty, bro, fifty dollars in a week. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, nigga. You better for fifty thousand a week, you, bitch. You better build. You better bring up Wilt Chambers about the fucking uh, grave and shit. You better have that. You better have that nigga soul teach me for fifty thousand a week. But say, look, I, but that's. A, I, See that's the problem. I think the issue with the whole fifty thousand thing. Look, we're speaking it from regular us standpoint. If you're at, if you're Giannis who guys on signature line sneakers and who's got got a hundred million dollar plus contract, that's nothing. That's not gonna hurt. That's not gonna hurt your pocket. And plus, if you got a chance to pick up game and learn game from a from an all time great and a team Olajuwon, look, LeBron. LeBron had. LeBron did it, Kobe did it, Dwight Howard did it. So if you got a chance to soak up game and get knowledge and and and, and be and look, if I'm if I'm gonna keep on shit, I'm I'm charging I'm charging niggas too. You wanna learn this? You wanna learn the service and the work and my the recipe and my and the mastery? Because everybody knows I came I came in his prime when he was with the Rockets. That nigga was that nigga was untouchable. That nigga in the post, his footwork. The way he scored, it's second to none from that standpoint from from a center. So, I mean, yeah. Listen, on some real shit, my number one bill, like I said in the beginning of the pod, is my Giannis bill. But my my number two bill is my Hakeem bill. Hakeem slash Will Chamberlain bill. It depends on it depends on how I'm feeling at that particular time. Like, nigga, Hakeem was. Bro, listen, I'm going to say this. Because now we talk about rich nigga problems. You dig what I'm saying? We we talking about 50K a week, 200, 200K a month. Nigga, that's fucking, that's that's more than Blake Griffin's child support. Yikes! Far time. Um, but <laughs> the, point that I'm, the point that I'm saying is, I, real shit, I'm not actually mad at that. Only thing I'm just concerned about is, how much of that are you really going to implement in your game? Because the game has changed so much. The only person, the only two people that I can see benefiting from Hakeem's game is MB and women yabba yabba yabba. You asshole. <laughs> That's the only two players that I can see that can actually benefit Maybe a little bit of Joker, maybe a little bit, but what? But to actually level up your game is Embiid and and, and, and Wimba, bro. No, nah, Giannis. I mean, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. I mean, yeah, true. Because 
I mean, well, and B's a better B. If you talking about offensive, offense, oh, well, I think when Giannis is a good thing because Gian, Giannis' game is still predicated on athleticism and, and physicality. If Giannis okay. can learn to have some moves, some go-to moves, to have the things where he in the post, like if Giannis can learn how to add some post moves and be able to. And plus, he got Dame now, so they, so Giannis doesn't have to have the ball like all the time. Giannis can just hey, we need we need Giannis in the post, and you can and, and I don't say he got to be Hakeem, but if he just has like one or two go to moves in the post or in the mid post where he got like a a, hook, a jump hook or he can learn how to set up a fadeaway shot, then I think Giannis becomes untouchable from that standpoint because if he Remember that nigga get that nigga get thirty points off of just running up and down the court and dunking on niggas. If he gets, if you know, yeah, yeah. But Hakeem was 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 famous for what particular move, Jay? I mean the dream. I mean everybody knows the dream shake, but it was more. But he was more than just the dream shake. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So how often is that dream shake and that shot and that sky hook? Is going to actually work in this era of basketball. It worked. I mean, shit. Look at Joker. I mean, Joker, Joker, Joker could barely jump over. Uh, Joker, Joker could barely jump over a log. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Joker has so many other aspects to his game where that, that like he he can pass, he can shoot. You know what I mean? Um, um, and just and just he's not the fastest, he's not the strongest, he's not the biggest, but he is technically sound. So that dream shape, that sky hook, can work for him. But other than that, I mean, I mean, but Yas is a bet. This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. Yas can pass it. I mean, remember, Yas was Yas did get coached under Jason Kidd for a bit, mm-hmm. and so. He learned how to play point four. So Giannis does have the ability to to be a playmaker and to do the and to do the like the things in which like if he's in the post, it, it, it can make him a better passer. Like that's yeah. the that's the like the problem with Embiid is it's not the scoring aspect of Embiid, it's the fact that he's not a he he he, he Embiid's feel for the game in the sense of him being a passer. It's just not. It is there. He's improving, but it's not natural. So it's like he's always a step or two. He's always like slow, or the pass isn't. He doesn't have a, a a good enough touch as a passer. I think Giannis has that. I, I, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does Giannis have an Embiid offensive game where Embiid can Embiid he can shoot he can shoot fadeaways and and do spin moves and fade away and do all do all the do all the freaky shit that B does or, or, or that women Yama uh has the potential to be. No, but like I said, it's kinda like what Shaq said. Shaq said it basically, look, you don't have to have a crazy, crazy move set, but you just you just had to have some go to moves in the post. A drop step, a hook, you just a spin here, spin there. That's all it is. Like just it just if like I said, if Giannis, if Giannis is averaging thirty points and he's basically just dunking on niggas, if he adds like a cup of that and he improves his and he gets somehow gets his free throws to like sixty five to seventy percent, he averages damn near he gonna average damn near forty if he but you know what I mean, 
but no player is perfect. So it's it's, it's the trade. It's, it's I forgot what it was. I, I just was seeing it on, on the on the on the on the on the Twitter feed. I'm gonna see if I still if I see it, but I think somebody it's like I think somebody had put like, all right, if you had if it was Iverson for Kobe's height, or if it was Melo but LeBron's playmaking, uh, if it was uh, Westbrook but uh, who else? But it was Westbrook but Jason Kidd's uh, IQ or Pat, uh, yeah, or, or nah, it was Westbrook with Steph Curry shooting. And I forgot the other person. So basically, that's what it is. Like, if Giannis, if Giannis could have like Embiid's scoring ability, then Giannis would be the most untouchable player ever. You know what I'm trying to say? But like I said, there's no, there's no perfect player. You know what I'm trying to say? So it just, it just, it's the trade-off. Without, without Giannis' athleticism and his physical abilities, then you, then you're not going to get Giannis and Tina Cooper. You know what I'm saying? So I mean. To speak on the Hakeem, because I understand Gilbert was saying, like, yo, 50K, I'm not paying that and all the other shit. But it's kind of like, all right, who I want to soak up game from? A all all-time great big man or a nigga that was a good player for a five-year run, but a nigga was a gunner. You know what I'm trying to say? He was a, he was a, he was a jack. He was a whole jack. But he was a great he was a great jack during his time, like when he was healthy and before the whole gun situation. So... That's the way I look at it. If you if you can if you can pick and get something like if you can pick and get something, it's like it's like it's like uh it's like all right. If you if we if we talk to Joe Rogan, we might not ever get to Joe Rogan's level, but if you can get something from Joe Rogan, pick his brain and implement it into what we do, and it makes us better. Even if it makes us incrementally better, even though if it makes us twenty five percent better, then you take then you take it. You know what I'm saying. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, the whole Joe Rogan, Rogan, even using any other podcasts, but I understand what you're saying about Joe Rogan. Like that makes sense. That makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Yeah, um, I'm just, I'm just speaking from the standpoint of you should always, if you, if it's somebody greater, if it's all about knowledge. It's like that's the thing. Like, you should never. And this is more than beyond basketball. It's more, it's more of a life thing. If you can be able to pick up knowledge and get knowledge from people that and, and, and pour in you, and it, and it gets you better along the way, and that's something that you can implement in your life, then you should always be receptive to, to getting the knowledge and learning. Because the worst thing is, as humans, is to not get better and to not try to improve each and every day. You know what I'm trying to say? Every single day you wake up, there should be something that you should learn, even if it's some little shit. You should there's things in which you should learn and pick up along the way each and every day. And um, so if I said and um, so if Giannis picks up some shit for Hakeem, that would definitely uh. Elevate his game, and I know what you're talking about. I know what that means that you're talking about. But the, but let me let me challenge you, bro. The difference between all them other players, AI, and I swear I'm not being biased, bro. I'm not. The difference between all them other players and AI is AI had no control over his height. 
Westbrook, he was always the shittiest shooter every year. Um, he could have he could have got better. Like LeBron got better with his post-ups. You know what I mean? Um, and and just everyone just can develop their game. AI was not able to develop hype. So even though I get what you're saying, and I understand the meme, I do understand that. I'm just saying, I, I'm I'm just speaking on it like, well, shit, like. I mean that's and, and and that's like what James Harden said. I'm not saying this because he was the Sixers, but that's like what James Harden said. Like shit, if I was seven feet tall, which is he was talking about Giannis, I'd, I'd be able to do everything that he's doing. Yeah, you know I mean, even in James Harden six five. So I'm just saying that to say, and 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 I'm just only giving you just a little pushback on some technical shit that height does play a play a factor. So yeah, you want to say Westbrook with Curry shooting. And and this and that and this and that. Well, that's cool, but I mean, when, when you put AI and his and Kobe height or even LeBron's height, MJ height, then now now that's what it could have should have. Cause now that's the same thing like me, nigga. If I was six three, I'd be getting bitches too. All that shit. Like I have no control over my height. Like AI have no control over his height. But all the mother players, they had control over their game. If they would have perfected it, or they would have, they would have just done more for their game. So, I just want to give you my two cents on uh, that meme that you said when it comes to AI. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I mean, it's like this: Ben Simmons get this. Ben Simmons gets shits for. I use six ten, but you don't use your height. I mean, that's the thing. You know, I just takes advantage of like I rather I rather you take advantage of what you got physically than than you underutilizing it. Like people get on Rudy Gobert. That's the whole thing. Just because you got height or just because you got muscles and you, you got this, that, and the third, that don't mean you actually use or take advantage of the physical. Even in B, and B doesn't take advantage of actually being a big man. He falls in love with he falls in love with the the, the mid range fadeaway shot. So I mean I mean that that that's how I look at it. Like I get what Hart you're saying, and I, and I get Giannis ain't the most skillful motherfucker. He is the most skillful. Like if you're talking about in terms of offensive skills, like all right, LeBron's the LeBron's the leading scorer. In the, it's the it's the uh, leading all time leading scorer in the NBA history in scoring. But LeBron, but you would say, okay, I would take Kevin Durant, I would take Melo, I would take Dane, Seth, Kobe, Mike, all the all those guys from a off when it comes to offensively having the ability to score in multiple different ways. You would take that over LeBron. But LeBron's still an all time leading scorer because LeBron took advantage of him being six eight, six nine, two forty, two fifty, and being a great driver of the basketball, you know what I'm saying? So that that in a sense is cool. And and also for AI, and we gotta be fair to and we gotta and we love and I love AI too, but him the him it, it, look it, the stories of him going to the club and then he driving fifty the next night. Those are those are great stories of legends, you know what I'm trying to say? But when it comes to him not practicing and him not really not really taking care of his body because the problem with AI was AI could still play, but he had to come off the bench. But also, people said that he lost a step or two, and that that that's what happens when you party 
and you club and you're not really taking care of your body the way you should have taken care of it. So, you know what I mean? Like, but AI for what his for what his height was, he made sure he got the most out of it. Now, could he have could he have got could he have practiced it? Could he have practiced a little better and became a better jump shooter and not relied on his 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 speed and him crossing you up? Of course. But you know what I mean? It's a different time, it's a different era. You know what I mean, back then compared to what it is now. So that that and I so I get the pushback. I get the pushback. What you're saying, I'm saying like, like uh, you got Giannis, Giannis, yeah, Giannis being damn near seven feet tall, it, it does help his game. I agree with that, but I also think that hey, you should you gotta take advantage of that shit. You don't take advantage of it, it's like uh, DeAndre Swift. He takes DeAndre Swift is taking advantage of. If he stays healthy, he's a physical runner. You know what I'm trying to say? He gets he gets he gets north and south with, with in the hole. You know what I'm trying to say? He doesn't he doesn't dance around. He takes advantage of it and he, he he's hard to tackle. So you take advantage of those physical gifts. You know, you know, you know what's you know what's funny, you know? <laughs> You sound like the fucking uh, wait, what's that saying? Preaching to the choir, nigga. This sound like exactly what the fuck I be telling you about your two K, about your two K overall. You will be a ninety five at the very least, at the very least, if you took if you took advantage of your motherfucking qualities, but. We ain't gonna talk about that right now. Why? Because you want to deny all that shit. So that's cool. Um, <laughs> and and you know, and there's no knock against Giannis. And that's not his fault that he's fucking seven feet. He's taking advantage of that shit. KD, that's not that man. So I'm a hundred percent green with you on that. I'm just saying, when it comes to, you know. If you had this person with that person, such and such and such and such, those are all the things every single last one of them people can work on mentally and physically. When it comes to Iverson, he was not able to work on his height. But with that being said, again, I do understand the points of that of that meme. I do understand it. Um. But I th- I feel as though nigga, if you if you're not from if you're from Baltimore or New York, you're gonna choose Melo over at LeBron. I feel like nowhere else in the world, niggas gonna choose Prime Melo over LeBron Melo. Well, well, maybe I'm wrong, or maybe I'm wrong. I might be wrong to be honest. I might be wrong because Melo was don't don't let's not get it fucked up. Melo was entertaining as shit to watch, but we all know Melo couldn't guard. Melo couldn't catch a cold, bro. He could not catch a goal like him and his, his defense was shitty committee, bro, at his finest. Um, not and not because he didn't he was just trash. He just never had to play defense in his whole career. Then he went into the NBA like, oh shit, I actually gotta play defense. But he could he couldn't do nothing with it. Same thing with James Harden. But um but the thing with James Harden is, regardless of what you want to say about James Harden, when he went to uh when he went to the Sixers. And that nigga started playing defense. 
It may not be the best. It may not have been the best. But you cannot sit there and say that nigga was just letting niggas just do whatever they want to do to him. That nigga was actually playing defense. And I know that because it was all over uh, the analysts and um, even, the, even the Sixers commentary is like, oh, James Harden, he, he, uh, um, he got a steal or he deflected a pass. And, oh, James Harden's not known for playing defense. They're like, they constantly reminded us that James Harden is not known for playing defense. So anytime he anytime he grabbed, he, he did a nice little defensive play, they let us know that shit. So just wanted to throw that out there as well. So how do you see what are right, now before you respond to this, I want to ask you well well, I want you to I want you to respond to that if you do have anything to say. And after you respond to that, where do you see the East right now? As far as literally, because we know this shit's going to change as time goes on. James Harden gets gets traded, a couple of little off, more off-season trades uh, and free agents and all that. So as of right now, where do you see, how do you see the seedings? From one, from, let's, let's go one through eight right now. Or, or let's just say one through four, because you know you got the Heat, no no particular order, the Heat, uh the Celtics, um, Bucks, and you got Sixers. The top four, like, so where where do you see the seating in in, in, in in one through four? Uh, as of right now, as of right now, I got Milwaukee, Boston, Miami, Sixers. Uh, let me see. Either I got. The Knicks or the Nets as the fifth or sixth seed. Uh, ooh, man, think about this. Yeah. And that, that's what I know. All that shit is all up in the air because you can go with Chicago, you can go with Toronto, Atlanta, but that's why I said one through four. As we know, as of right now, the guaranteed four spots is Boston. Miami, Milwaukee, and Sixers. That's why I was asking where do you where do you look at that for one through four as of right now? I mean, like I said, I got Milwaukee. I got I got Milwaukee first. I got Miami second. I mean, I got Boston second. I got Miami third. And I got the Sixers fourth. Um, as of right now, constituted to this date. So that that's the top four. Now the bottom four, you could say Knicks, Knicks, Hawks, because uh, I forgot the ball. Clint Snyder did get did, did come midseason, so <coughs> damn. Uh, I think Pacers is on to come up. Um, yeah, but that's right now. Yeah, I got I got Milwaukee as as the team to beat these. That's 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 the way I got it right now. I got Milwaukee the team to beat. Boston's coming second. Miami coming third, Sixers fourth, and that that's that's the way I got to look right now. See, playing it safe is the way to to go right now. And but you know what, I'm not. But you know what though, and, and as a diehard Philly fan, bleed green. Well, I did up until happening situation. But anyway, um, I still go hard for my Eagles, man, and I'm always wrecking my sixes. 
unpopular opinion as a Philly fan, but I, I'm going with Boston. I'm going to, I'm going at this date uh, up until whenever. I'm going to always go with Boston. I know Milwaukee was number one and all the other bullshit. It's not bullshit, but Boston is just a complete fucking team, bro. Holy fuck. Jason Tatum goes down. Mark Marcus Marks turns up. Jalen Brown turns up. Jalen Brown sits to bed. Jason Tatum turns up. Marcus Marks turns up. Or somebody else. Or the coaching. They're just... They're just so complete, bro, and, and it's it's crazy, man. Um, Milwaukee, but you can never deny the MVP, championship winner. You know what I mean? Finals winner. Like you cannot, you can never deny him. He's amazing, bro. He's a fucking demi guy. He is legit a demi guy, but he's one person that's still developing with his free throws and his jump shots, and and also with his post game, his inside game, like. But you know, once he once like if 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 he actually if he actually takes care of all of that shit into one, like niggas don't niggas not going to back off him with him jump shots with his jump shots, they start respecting that nigga more because they are respecting him a lot more from when he first came into the league up to now. So they start respecting his jump shot more. Like yeah, he's working on he's working on his inside game post moves, but. The, the way this this day and age of basketball is, man, Giannis, you you get your you get your free throws like you like like you said G earlier, 60, 60 or uh, sixty five seventy percent. Like he gets his free throws up and he gets his jump shot up, uh, just a little bit more consistently. He'll be oh man, he'll be who his jump shots will just be a cheat code. He, that's just there just to be a decoy. Yeah, I'm not really trying to shoot. I'm just only doing it just because I know I can. <laughs> So anyway, I, I guess I say all that to say I'm going to always go with Boston, number one, because they're such a complete team. They're such well coached, and you do not know the chemistry between Dame, Giannis, Middleton, and their new coach. You don't know how that's going to happen. So I'm definitely going with Boston, number one. My aunt, uh. I'm going to go with Milwaukee number two. Possibly, but I'm going with Miami number three. But I'm going with Miami number three as one, no more than two games behind Milwaukee. And then I'm going with the Sixers. But I would not be surprised. I know this is going to sound crazy as shit. But I would not be surprised if the fucking Raptors is actually number four for some reason. <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, I get what you said. I mean, I'm not, I don't know about Toronto. I mean, if you said like the Knicks or Brooklyn, like, especially, uh, I'm not even going to, uh, if, if Ben Simmons can get you to a shell of what he once was, if he, if he can get you to what he once was, that Brooklyn team is good. They got they got the they got the size, they got the length, they got the defense. Uh, Mikel Bridges is is is, is, is basically going to be, probably going to be an All Star next year, based on how he was playing his play when he got traded to Brooklyn. So, I mean, they, they I would say be on the look, be on the watch up for Brooklyn, and be on the watch up for New York. 
Um, Indiana, I would say, be on the watch out for too. I think I like the more Tyrese Halliburton. I well, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say my Halliburton take for another time when it, when we have uh, when we talk about the whole Harden thing. We'll, when whenever we whenever we discuss the this whole Sixers shit, I, I'll give my whole dissertation about what I feel about Halliburton. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. That's just what it is. I just think with, 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 with the East, it's, it's pretty much a three-team race. Yeah, I think whoever's fourth, you kind of bring up the rare. But like I said, I think from a standpoint of – I get what you're saying, Boston, Tatum, and Brown, but I still think they lack a point guard. Uh, Porzingis, he's a good addition, but health is going to be a concern there. Um, Miami – you can never count them out with the Heat culture and Spolstra and, and Jimmy, especially when they get in the playoff series. Like they're gonna, no one, want, anybody trying to see them in the playoff series. They just lack. Uh, damn, uh, they just lack. If if Dame was able to get traded there, then I think Miami would. I would have said Miami would have got out the East. That's how good Miami is. They they they, it just they they just lack that 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 guy. At the at the at the at the one or two that outside of Tyler Hero that can just go to shoot from long range and can go off like go off fifty like Jimmy can do it but I'm talking about in the regular I'm talking about regular season and playoffs like another guy like that one two punch so uh, that, that I mean that's that's the way I look at it from the East standpoint like I said. Uh, but I'm not going to disagree. Some of you take I, – I get where some of your points are coming from. I get where you're coming from. See, here's my thing about Chris uh, uh, Pringles, because I, I call him Pringles. Um, that sounds gay. I ain't going to lie. That sounds wild as hell saying that shit like that. But um, Chris Pringles, um, the thing about him is you know you're going to get offense – you just don't know how consistent he's going to be. And I feel as though now that he's with a sturdy lineup, he's going to get that consistency. So he's so he's going to be city committee on defense. We already know that. Um, but think about it. Marcus Smart, he could have ended the Sixers' career, bro, ahead of time. But he didn't because he's not clutch. We was there in Miami, bro. Marcus Kamar could have been put us out of the playoffs, bro. But he he fucked up. And I believe that's the reason why they traded him. Because they know what happened on the playoffs where it actually matters the most. And he shit the bed. Yeah, he, he had a couple of stops late. But to, he could have really put us to bed, bro. But instead of putting us to bed, he shit the bed. So who's more of a consistent shooter? If he was, if we would have swapped Pringles and Marcus Smart in that game against the Sixers, who the fuck would you choose? Clearly, we would choose Pringles, and I think that's and yes, Marcus Smart defense, his athleticism, he has a a, a super bright, well, he has a bright uh, uh, a future. We all know that. But for that particular moment, I personally believe this is not a fact. This is a prediction. I mean, this is not a fact. This is just a thought. 
an educated thought that after that playoff, they say, yeah, bro, you can't get this shit done, bro. You had multiple opportunities, multiple games, and you couldn't get this shit done. And you know what? We may, we, we may be missing speed, athleticism, and defense, but you know what? When it, we got Jalen Brown and we got Jason Tatum, nigga, we just need you to fill up, fill in where 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 they where they where they may need an extra person, and that's exactly who the fuck the person to go to. Plus, he got height. Can never you, you can never deny height. Plus, he has height, so he can play that three. He can play that four. Nigga, he can play that five if he wants to. Is the substitute want him to just to fuck the line up a little bit, just to spread that shit out? So Jason Tatum will ISO when he won somebody something Marcus Smart could not do. So, yeah, good trade on Boston for that point. I mean, man. Uh, man, I'm, I don't disagree with you, Marcus Smart. I mean, well, Marcus Smart—that's what what it was. You know, like, he, he 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 was heart and soul, and provided leadership. But from a standpoint of basketball wise, he 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 he's not a point. He's not really a point guard because like, that's the thing. Well, the thing that's the thing Boston don't really have a point guard, and then Marcus Smart, his offense will come and go. So when he was good, when he's on. He's on, but when he's off, he's off. And like I said, you're right. He had a chance. If he had a chance to put be up, put the, put the Sixers down, be up three one. But hey, that's the, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where hey, it ended up working out for the Sixers during that moment. So yeah, Marcus Smart. Uh, it was a good. I think it was a good trade for. It was a good trade for both. I think. I think Memphis needed. Uh, a leadership and a guy who could, who could t- well, him, uh, well, what Memphis did was get D Rose and Marcus Smart. Get those two to be a guidance for Ja and a guy that you know, what I mean, guys who can he can look to and, and, and be held accountable. You know what I'm trying to say? So from that standpoint, it was a good move from a Ja's going to be out 25 games, and plus Ja needs someone to to to, to, to challenge him. You know what I'm trying to say? It's someone to, hey, you talented, don't don't get don't don't know what I mean, don't go down, don't take this path, it ain't worth it. Don't you losing? So that's what the Johnny Johnny needs a big brother or uncle that's gonna give him the tough love and, and, and also give him game. You know what I mean? How to navigate, how to be a man, how to be white. You know what I'm trying to say? Even though he got, even though he got pops, but. You know what I mean, daddy, daddy ain't gonna help you. Daddy ain't gonna help you out here uh, uh, scoring points out here. So it's about the men in the locker room. So as long as he knows, you know what? You got Marcus Smart, you got Derrick Rose, and I think Job went through the summer he went through. It was a good thing that he, need, he needed people. He, need, he needed he needed structure. He needed people that that could that could he, he could talk to and hold him accountable and, and how to be a professional. So that's a good trade from uh, Memphis and Boston. Like I said, they had to get they had, they had to get Porzingis. If he can stay healthy, he's going to be very productive. I still think they lack a point guard, and that's the thing that's going forever until they, until they figure that out. The point guard position, Boston's always going to be what they're going to be. They're going to be a conference final contender and get to the finals. But when you play against the teams that can. Have great level, the same talent level or better talent level than you, 
and they got the better coach. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's that's where that's when you know uh, uh, things where they ugly heads from that standpoint. So for New York State, they better hope. For Boston's sake, they better hope. You know what I'm trying to say that Porzingis can stay healthy, and that you know Tatum and Brown keeps improving, especially with the money you pay Brown. Like he got, he got a, he got to fix fix his dribbling. His like he he need to get some PCs for his dribbling skills, like attributes. Get the sliders up, and Tatum he needs to get his VCs up on on finishing. So that's how I feel about that whole situation. Well, I mean, well, I do agree with you lacking a true point guard. I definitely agree with you on that. Um, and the, the point guard is he's the fucking lettuce. He's the head. <laughs> I mean, he, like he's the quarterback. He's the pitcher. So you need a court. You 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 need a, a, a true point guard. And it's not like they can't get it. I don't know what Boston's thought process is. Maybe they're saying, well, we, we got Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. They're good enough, and we'll work around that. I don't know their thought process on that one. But, yeah, they definitely do lack a PJ. But with that being said, oh, oh also, I agree with you, with um, Memphis. Yes, it was a great – I think it was a great trade for both parties – they all they all came out dubs like they they all came out winners, bro. Um, especially for John, like you said, like bro, he has a former MVP. The only reason why he's not top five right now or even top ten is unfortunately the fucking injuries. Like, other than that, nigga, you got arguably the arguably the best player in the game without injuries, which is Derrick Rose. Coaching job, nigga, he needs that. We all know John needs that big bro. He doesn't have that. You do got your pops, but you don't have that big bro that's in the NBA. That's been to the shit. That's been to the mud, nigga. You don't have even PJ Tucker. Like, nigga, you don't have none of that in the NBA. So that's good shit for having uh, Derrick Rose. And even this one, even someone that's Marcus Smart, he's young. He's a fucking dog. He's a dog, bro. You know what I mean? And and then they, and he he ran from running with Jalen Brown. And Jason Tatum to fucking John Morant and Derrick Rose, like so he. It's not like it's not like Marcus Smart is looking like I'm. I'm better than these niggas, or I'm or I'm 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 too shitty for these niggas. Like no, you got the past and the present. Like so, you're you're basically right at home. And yes, I'm throwing this shit out there. You ain't got to worry about all of that racist shit in fucking Boston, like in Memphis. Even though it is Memphis, but it's just not as much. What I'm trying to say. So, uh, for yeah, John Rand is being out for um, a little more than one fourth or one fourth of the, of the games. But when he comes back, if everything the way it's, it's, it should be, Marcus Smart, John Rand is going to be right there clicking along with Jalen Rose and I've, and like you said, uh, Chris uh, uh, Pringles. If he stays healthy, that's the big thing. And that's and that's it for any athlete. But if he does stay healthy, they will be with – I'm not going to say what Boston is missing because they are missing that point guard, as you said. But that will be a huge piece right there that they was missing is that consistent shooter. 
but something Marcus Smart was not. But Marcus Smart was a dog, though. He was not. He, he, he'll fight. He'll fight. So, and I, I guess it's one of those things that, like, depends on the team. And, and they needed that shooter, which was fuck Boston up in the, in the playoffs against us. Well, yeah, against us. You know what I mean? Now they got that. Grizzly, John Moran, you on some weird shit, bro. Now you actually have a leader. Not only do you have a leader, you have a young bull. That's nice as well. That can compliment you. So that's something that you obviously need. Someone that can compliment you on the court. True. True, 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 true. Um, yeah, man. Like, I feel you on that. Um, it, it, I, like I said, with Boston, I just think they're going to be good. I just think the lack of a point guard is always going to kill them. They're always going to be on the, on the precipice. The, the precipice of they could be a, they could they can win a title, but as long as they're competitive, they're going to, they're going to be competitive. That's how I look at it. Boston always going to be competitive. They're always they're going to be a top seed. You got two phenomenal players. Like I said, you got Porzingis at the at, at, at your bid. So and you got the ball in the second year as a coach. So you know. Uh, like I said, I, I, I hate, like I said, I get Boston they credit. I get Boston they do. So, like I said, I, I, I my respect. They still. That's why I said that I have them at second. So I, I, I think Milwaukee and Boston East Conference Finals. That's the setup. It's, it's like right there. It's the setup. It's the setup. It's the setting. That's everything. Barring bar injuries, barring whatever the fuck could happen during the eighty-two game season. Um, but yeah. Hey, late man. Um, yeah, I look, look. So we're basically saying the same thing. There's different uh, scenes. You said Milwaukee number one, Boston two. I'm saying Boston one, Milwaukee two, and we both got. Wait, wait. We both got Miami's number three, right? Yeah. Hey, Miami's okay. six is, is three or four. Yeah. So we got the same shit. It's just Milwaukee and Boston. They just turned around. For respect, for respectably good reasons, why? And um, but I and I know you said you know you like when I said that on um, six or four, but I wouldn't be surprised if Toronto takes that spot. And you said I will understand if it was like any of the New York teams, but this is how I look at the New York teams, bro. And I said this shit to said this shit for the last few years. Shout out to be smart. I said. No matter how no matter how exciting any of them New York teams gonna be, bro, I look at them like the fucking cowboys. They're exciting. You got a lot of hope. They've been shitty committee for years, and you just want them to be good. So once they go on the little roll, once they catch a little razzle dazzle, oh it's oh it's Nick it's Knicks in the playoffs, Dallas in the Super Bowl, and it and they Always let y'all niggas down. Not you. <laughs> Not you. Speaking in general. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh that's, that's that's amazing. I use your line on you. That's crazy. Do you remember that line? You don't remember that line, Jake? Hello. And this nigga G fall asleep. 
Drifted for a while, I ain't gonna lie. Damn. This nigga pulled the fucking Eric Snow, bro, when he was doing the sixes, bro, and with the sweets. Ah, uh, man. Man, I, look, well, I got the gist of what we, like we said, Boston. Look, I got, like, we was, we was going on when you were saying it. Like, we both agreed, like, the same shit. You know what I mean? Pretty much, we just, we just going in circles on that standpoint. Um, like I said, like I said, I think the rest of the basketball tuck, we we gonna we gonna we gonna go go to it another time. So, like I said, if you're Milwaukee, if you're a Bucks fan, you should be excited. You should be ecstatic that you got Dame Lillard on your squad. If you're Miami, I think that Jones gonna be a hurt piece. It's gonna be something that is gonna is gonna, gonna burn deep in your soul that you had that you had that Dame wanted to be there. And he was trying to get there, but. Whatever reason you didn't have enough, you didn't have enough. What Portland felt like deemed you was enough to, to get them, and you know, and the rest of it, no, it makes it like I said, it, just, it makes the NBA, it makes it interesting, it makes it fun. Like and like I said, it gives teams, small market teams, hope. That's that's the whole, that's the only thing. Like, and it also gives the hope that Giannis will stay inside his extension. You know what I'm trying to say. So from that standpoint, the ball, Dan gets a chance to be on the contender, and the ball's in his court. From that standpoint. And on that note, uh, G, come from GB Chillers, but G just woke up. So we're going to end this podcast on that note. <laughs> um, listen, man, if you love or hate this podcast, you know what it is. Follow us and they gotta chill.com. Shout out, shout out to my man, Practice Needed. I got to give him a shout out because he's been giving the podcast a shout out so many times, man. And he don't he doesn't even have to. We're not sponsored. He's not paying us. I'm not paying him. He's just doing it because he believes in us, man. So I, it's only right to give him a shout out as well. Um, follow his, his Twitch Look, everything is either practice needed or practice underscore needed or practice dot needed. Either way, you can see that same nigga. You know what it is. Got to give him a shout out, man. Um, he's a gamer, and he can't. He's a shitty committee on these games, but he's gotten a lot better and a lot more entertaining. So, I'm definitely tuning in all the time, and I'm not just tuning in because that's my man. Anybody that knows me, man, I keep it all the way tall with you niggas, bro. If you ask, you ask. You dig what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm not. Yes, I, I am that nigga that my homie will give me his mixtape, and I will not play it, but I will play Lil Baby instead. Why? Because that nigga's ass. If he's nice, I'm playing it. If he's ass, I'm not bumping that shit. But, so yeah, all that practice needed. He came from city committee followers and gameplays, and now he's actually getting paid to do this shit. So all over uh, social media platforms, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, you know what it is. And again, theygottachill.com. Follow us. I am Dave the Stepdad, and you can follow me at Dave the Stepdad on all social media platforms. And you can follow Jay on all dating apps. At GB Chillin'.
don't, don't, don't feed to this bullshit. That's not true. Uh, I want you to get to me. My Instagram is uh, Jonathan McNabb. I'm on there, but I ain't on there. Uh, you know, hey man. <laughs> so, before we go, you're trying to say you don't, you don't, you don't get bitches. Look, man, I ain't gonna, I'm not even gonna try to even get into the nope, 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 no, 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 no. Aren't you going to Vegas with a John? I mean, she is mad. <laughs> but aren't you going to, aren't you going to one though? Unfortunately, I'm going to Vegas. Unfortunately, I'm going ain't to no one. Unfortunately, bitch, you had a choice. I, look, I ain't gonna. I'm not even gonna discuss this on. on, on I'm not discussing <laughs> this on there. Uh, the, the point that I'm making is, you get bitches. No, Did not, you ever hit that that joint up that, that that you said that you know down there? Or Vegas? Yeah. Or are you going to hit her up? Nah, well, the joint. Well, nah. Well, I found out she 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 in Seattle now, so. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, Seattle? Hmm. <laughs> Look, man. Look, that's the jaw that says she wanted me and him to run a train. Train. <laughs> but, um... Whew, that's the end of the podcast. And, um, gee, if, if you have anything else to say, I would love to hear it. If not, um, well, that's a cut, boys. Let's get fucking drunk. This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today.